0: I've just got a bad metabolism. If you read yesterday's blog, you'll have noticed that I didn't cover variations in metabolism as something to consider when looking to make adjustments to lose weight. That's because I knew I was covering it today. So, the million pound question is it true you can have a good or bad metabolism? The short answer is yes. The slightly longer one is, but it probably doesn't matter as much as we'd think. Our energy requirements are made up of three parts. Basal metabolic rate, BMR, physical activity, and thermic effect of food, TEF. Our BMR is how much energy our body uses at rest. If we were to spend all day in bed, how much energy would our organs, etc., use keeping us alive? Physical activity is, of course, movement, that like done generally or specifically with an intent in what we probably call exercise. TEF is the amount of energy that our body uses converting the food and drink we consume into usable forms. DEF varies a little dependent on our food choices. Some things require more or less processing, but it's a relatively small part of the equation. Research suggests about 8% of our total daily energy expenditure, TDEE. I'm sure we're all in agreement that someone being more or less active is a perfectly valid reason for their body using more or less energy and it's completely fair and understandable, aren't we? So we're left with BMR, our energy requirements at rest. What we probably mean when we say metabolism and we can pretty accurately gauge our BMR and compare it to what it might be expected. A body using more energy than might be expected could be argued to have a good metabolism. We can eat more for the same results. A body using less could be argued to have a bad one. Most of the variances in people's BMR are down to differences in body size and composition. No one would expect a 6 foot 4, 20 stone body to not require significantly more energy than a 5 foot 7 stone one, would they? So, really, the good versus bad metabolism question boils down to variances in BMR when matched for body size and composition. The studies show those differences are minimal. Up to 80 calories per day, either side of what might be expected at most, but probably less. The very most, two otherwise matched people might have energy requirement differences of 160 calories per day from each other. Three fingers of a Kit Kat. A Starbucks latte chances are less of a difference than that. Either way an amount of food we can relatively easily adjust for. The kicker here is that the research shows that the correlation between people's good or bad metabolism and their likelihood of being overweight is zero. An overweight person is just as likely to have the good metabolism and the lean person the bad one as the other way around. As always, none of what we say is designed to make people feel bad. It's to empower people. Realising that I've just got a bad metabolism probably isn't true, and if it is, it's only a small difference, puts us in a position to look at what changes we can make which will take us towards the changes that are important to us. If you're ready to see through some of the things that hold you back and finally make lasting changes on a programme with proven support and a money-back guarantee, here's where you do it myrise.co.uk forward slash apply. Much love, John, good or bad, happy or sad, Hall.